We are live. Welcome to Still Talking Uncut. I'm your host, Big Easy from Philbilly Moonshine. And here's your co-host, Sean Rigsby, Master Distiller. How we doing? Season 2, Episode 9, Vodka. Yes, sir. So, uh, what's uh, what's on your mind, man? Yeah, so, you know, I figured... Well, everybody knows this is our pilot episode. Um, we decided to start us a podcast that, you know, it's it. We're going with uncut, which means we're not cutting out anything, our mistakes, awkward silence, <laughs> any of that. You know, it's you're gonna be a part of all that. So, and we're just here to talk about our experiences and hopefully pass on some knowledge and talk about where we came from and hopefully where we're going. Oh uh, yeah, and gain and gain knowledge too while we're at it, man. Oh, you That's can never great. stop learning. Like if you stop learning, then you might as well stop making liquor. That's right. Or you're dead. That's about the only time you stop. Either you quit making it or you die. Hell, Pretty much. If or, there's a, if there's a will, die. there's a way. <laughs> if there's a will, That's, there's a way. That's right. So uh how'd you get started, man? Wait. Uh, first off, what are you drinking on? I'm drinking on Tuck and Red's Peach Cowboy. That's some good liquor. It is. It's uh, it's flavored. It's around set eighty proof, but uh, it's pretty good, man. It's pretty good. Has it got fruit in the jar? No, no, no. No, it's all flavored. I think it's got some. Uh, I think they use Monon flavoring. If I was okay. a good man, but uh, I don't know, man. It's pretty decent. They're just right down the road from us. Or, well, probably ten minutes from me. Probably yeah. thirty, forty from you. <laughs> yeah. I'm sipping on some of uh, our buddy Appalachian Hooch's apple brandy. Oh, apple brandy. Is it aged? Yeah, it's the one he aged. Remember, didn't get didn't get to try it. Not aged. And okay. He, what did you throw some tails in there? <laughs> <laughs> not in this one. I think he saved that for himself. But yeah, hey, liquor's you know, liquor, man. Yeah, I like my liquor clear. You know, I'm not yep, one to really throw some age on it or anything like that. So, but you know, now to get back to your question. Um, well, why don't you tell us how you got started? Because you know you're you're the celebrity here, Mister Mister Moonshiner Discovery Channel. Now you, your shirt says otherwise. <laughs> so <sighs> I got started a long time ago. I went down to Kentucky, and uh, well, we always have our family reunion down there. So I went down there, and my cousin was like, "Hey, you ever had any moonshine?" I'm like. No. How old was you? Fuck. Early 20s, maybe. So was that about 40 or 50 years ago? (laughs) Don't let this fool you guys. I'm still younger than him. (laughs) We're not comparing age here. Everybody knew that. I ain't got no damn hair. I mean. (laughs) Probably on your ass, but that's not the point. That ain't going on on here. Nobody wants to see that or even hear about that. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but yeah, so 
um, I went down there and my cousin was like, you ever had any moonshine? I'm like, no. And she's like, well, here, here's some peach, you know? And I tried it and it tastes like drinking, uh, like a peach soda. So it wasn't strong. And my, my other cousin was like, you want some moonshine? I got some real moonshine. <laughs> and I was like, all right. And, uh, he gave me some clear and it's like, damn, that's good. And then it went from there to apple and, you know, watermelon. I mean, they had a bunch of different flavors and shit. And, uh, that's really where I was introduced to it at. Did you puke that night? Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I puked that night, the day after. I was sick. <clears throat> I mean, I, we were mixing beer, liquor, all kinds of shit. You know, first time I ever I, had it, man. I was like, I mean, fuck, this is good. Dude, you're 20 years old, man. If, if it gets you drunk, you'll drink it. Oh, yeah. I've been there. Oh, yeah. Yep. And, uh, but it was good, though. Like, it wasn't some trash rum that you get or any kind of shitty liquor, you know, it was, it was real good. And, uh, so from then I'd go come home and I'd go back and I'd get some, I'd get clear and I'd bring it back. I'd flavor it, make apple pie and make lemonade, whatever. And then how would you, your, would you drinking all that yourself? Like, this is mine. I'm drinking all this, all the friends. Uh, it was life of the party for a little bit. Yeah, that's kind of how that started, and then I'm like, wait a minute, this is this could be lucrative, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And uh, so I done that for a while, and finally I was like, man, it can't be that difficult to make. And uh, I spent three three hundred twenty nine dollars on eight gallons still, with a tower from my or yeah my high, and was that like like a, a milk can like a milk can. Yeah, yeah, okay. it was a milk can, and uh, it wasn't a reflux; it was just a straight up tower. Just a just uh, a column, get column condenser, like yep. a lie bag or a shotgun, yep. or yep, lie bag. Just a, a yep. standard lie bag. So, I mean, as basic as you could get, you know. Yeah, milk can with a column and a lie bag. Yep, and I think, like I said, it was three hundred and some dollars, and that was fucking eleven, twelve years ago, whatever. Yeah, and uh, I went to Kroger, man, a bottle. Of, Fucking like six or seven gallons of that Carlo Rossi wine. Hey, hey man, Carlo Rossi, that's cut your teeth on that. That's for sure. Yeah. That's that's quick turnaround. And, you know, that's 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 turning palatable wine yeah. into some really good brandy. Yeah, but you know, I didn't know any different, so you know, I didn't really do cuts. I didn't. Do, I mean, I oh yeah, shitty fucking liquor. I didn't. Oh yeah, it comes out. It comes out like oh, that's drinkable. I just know I got to throw off some in the beginning. That's all I know. Yeah. And it was weird, though, too, man, because it was like the first time, you know, all those years of hearing about it and going down there and getting it. It was the first run. It was weird because I was by myself. Didn't know anybody other than the people down there. Yeah. Know? Brian Silcott. I come across him on Facebook. So he helped me a little bit. But, man, it was like weird because your first run was just 100 percent solo. You did it yeah. by yourself. Uh, no, yeah. you know, like, and you know, back then it's not like now to where you could hop online and, and watch some big dumbass make yeah. liquor or show you yeah. how to make it easily at home. Uh, yeah. You was, I mean, you, was, it, you was learning from yourself. Yeah. So, yeah, I, it was horrible, man. It came out, it was crystal clear. Uh, it, it had a decent flavor throughout the run. I mean, it got better. You know, but it was just, 
there was something wrong. You know, I don't know if it was the kind of one, if it was back sweetened, if it was the operator, probably. <laughs> I first run, yeah. I, let's just say it was the operator, you know. You know, um, but it was uh, definitely an experience, man. It was kind of weird. You know, you have the burner going and you know you're not supposed to be doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's illegal and you're like, fuck, you know, what happens? I'm up there fucking looking for leaks and shit. And it's like, and then I'm like, wait a minute, you dumbass. It's yeah. all clamped. There's gas. You there's know. Gas. It's it's like your first girlfriend. You're not supposed to be kissing her because you're not old enough, and and you know you behind the bleachers getting you that oh, quick yeah. kiss. You know, like and then Absolutely. you're hooked. You're hooked left for life. You're chasing it for life. It's the same Dude. way. And then the funny thing was, I went from that to uh, uh, uh what do you call that? Um, sweet feed. Old sweet. Sweet feed. Now my dumbass went, went and got the fucking ones with the pellets. Oh man, hey, gotta learn somewhere, man. I tripped every fucking step up the hill, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was shitty, but uh, you know, I finally got. Uh, I was reading and I seen one, 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 and I found out it was you know one pound of corn, one pound of sugar, one one gallon of water. It was yeah, like a basic. Yeah, that's what I preach. Uh, it for all my early wine videos. Mm-hmm. Like you want to make easy wine at home, that's what me and Phil Billy preached for to make wine at home. One, 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 one pound of fruit, one, one pound of sugar, one gallon of water, a little bit of yeast or a lot of yeast, whatever you want to use, and give it two weeks, and you get drunk. And yeah, that, exactly. Uh, it uh, and it works, man. You know, I mean, if you. You may not get a whole lot of liquor out of it. I mean, just because it's only one pound per gallon, but you can always bump that up. You know, yeah. You want more yeah. liquor, just add more sugar, or do a conversion, and you may not so, even need that much. So, how long was you on that um, eight gallon can before you moved up to what was your next move? Cake still, copper pot. Uh, so I found out that I could use a beer keg instead of that and use the same tower. <laughs> So that didn't take but six months, maybe. Double double your capacity, you know. Yeah, right off the bat. You know? Right off the and bat. It, it cost me 50 bucks. And I tell you the best thing for me about kegs are, and especially for beginners, if you're going to begin and learn, learn with a keg because if you scorch it, then chuck it off and get a new one. You know, if you kick it over, drop it, roll it down a hill, well, stand it up, make liquor with it. You could drive over it with your car and dent it, and you could still make liquor with it. Yep. Hell, I got the, one. I got one. It's got a hole in it that leaks when it gets hot, and that thing still makes liquor. So yeah, it works. I mean, and that's the difference too between uh, beer kegs and I think, sir, and uh, copper pots. You know, beer kegs you can do whatever you want. Copper pots, you really gotta. You know, every time you shut the fire off, you gotta pop yeah. the cat. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, kegs, you don't have to worry about them imploding and and shit like that. And so, like I said, uncut here, man. You know, this big wookie looking motherfucker's on here eating during the podcast. <laughs> this, this is how we're rolling. The kids in the background. This is hundred percent uncut. Oh yeah, that's the whole point of doing it this way. Uh, so you ever ran anything bigger than a copper than a, a beer keg, or is it just uh Love you. Just oh, yeah. You, you know, I'm a beer uh, guy. Yeah, I've ran some decent-sized stuff. 
Uh, huh? Sorry. Um, now you're talking just uh, as far as a uh, stainless or. Well, you know, let's let's talk about the things you you've ran. People might be intrigued to know. Um, like, tell us if you're like. So you moved up from the milk can to a beer keg, and so what you oh. use? What would you use after the beer keg? Like, did you go to a, a twenty six or a fifty yep. or? Yep, went to a twenty six. Now was that uh, a milk can also? Yes, sir. It was also yep. a milk can. Yep. Uh, and and it, the milk cans are great, man. If nobody's used milk cans, they're wide mouth on the top, easy to clean. Yeah. Stainless. You so if you eat, you know, you could scrub the shit out of them when you do scorch a little bit. You could cook in them. You could cook your mash in them. If I didn't know any different, I'd say you've done that before. Uh, you know, I've never scorched anything. <laughs> Look, well, I can't say I haven't, but no, I haven't. Uh, I haven't lately. I'll tell you, in the beginning, uh, we used to use brew bags. And we cooked with some brew bags a couple times. And, oh, man, a brew bag hit the bottom. And it just, it, it singed. So we uh, we developed we developed a false bottom to keep the bags up off the bottom when we would cook it. Hey, and then ever since I, I switched over to making brandy, I never make anything else for myself except brandy. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. you know, I'm going to make what I'm going to drink. There's no point in, in making anything else unless you're going to drink it. Yeah. And and brandy is um, just so much better. You know, why drink corn when you got fruit? Why eat corn when you got fruit? Yeah, you know, give me a corn on the cob or an apple. I'm eat that apple every time. <laughs> exactly. You know, that's just how I mean, it is. It tastes so much better. So at so you got into all this, uh, you know, learning how to make liquor on your own and, and developing your craft. Um, at what point in time did you learn that you had some heritage behind all this? Did you know beforehand when you was a kid? So it wasn't really when I went on the show. Well, it was before I went on the show. Um because I told my family what I was doing, you know, obviously I wasn't really supposed to say anything, but yeah, you got to tell with, your family <laughs> you with, all, with all them down there. Even a lot of them still didn't know that I, that I'd messed with it. So, um, but I went down there for the reunion before and I'm like, Hey, you know, they're, they're, uh, it was for season one. I'm like, Hey, you know, they called me and asked if I want to go on this master distiller show. And uh, I was like, yeah, I interviewed for it and all this. So, And then my aunt was like, well, you know, your grandpa did that. And I'm like, no. And uh, she said, yeah, you know, he'd make it. And then when he had it, he'd flip the light on outside. And people would just come and get it. And when he was out, he'd turn it off. He didn't have anything big. It was just some kind of a still pot he used in, on the on the stove, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'd imagine back then, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of people live close Right. Down in the down in the hills, and so just your neighbors would know, like, oh, yeah, porch light on. I'm about to give me some liquor. <laughs> so it wasn't nothing big, you know. I mean, as far as a hair, <clears throat> real big heritage, nothing like that. Um, my dad didn't drink. Well, my dad always told me not to drink it because he said it'd make you go blind. <clears throat> <laughs> but you know, I mean, I have some people. Now, in my now, family. so um, 
is the grandpa your dad's dad that you're talking yeah. about? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah. it's ironic though, because my mom's dad, I believe, made beer. Okay. Or wine, one of the two. I can't remember. That's real um, common. Um, yeah. Real common to, you know, especially yeah, even to our this parents, day. I mean, grandparents. Um, I still have, you know, some people in my family that do bootleg it still to this day. Okay. So not me, but uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. People down south, you know, that's one thing that we you know when I got on the show, uh, I pretty much bowed out of it, you know, when when it well, the, the episode there. Yeah, you know. So, but that 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 takes me into a whole other situation. I'm sure, we'll talk about sometime <laughs> down the road. What I'm doing now, or whatever you want. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> so, well, that's cool. You know, you, you fell in love with it before before you learned of your heritage. Before you learned of your heritage in it, and then you know you're able to look back and and see your bloodline. Um, yeah, you know, see see that it's in your blood, and it's not too many generations before you. You know, right. like it's yep. not like it was your your great 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 grandfather was, you know, yep. making liquor on Plymouth Rock or anything like that. You know, it was, and and I'm sure he learned it probably from his dad, who learned it from his dad yep. because, yep, you know, or like, somebody right up the hill. You know, I'm yeah, we could always be a buddy. You know, I've I've developed many of friends who come by like, hey man, uh. Um, can you teach me how to do this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. And what's what's funny, man, is uh, I should have wore the shirt that said uh, "Fermentation is a science," but that's kind of like funny to me to wear it because you know just as well as I do that I'm not about science. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, in the end, it is science. You know, it is. But I just try not to look at it that way because I mean, yeah. if I can do it, anybody can do it. Yeah, I mean, if you if you want to break it down the nitty gritty, you know that that yeast eats sugar and pisses alcohol yeah. and and farts CO two. So you know you're getting drunk off yeast piss and give me more. <laughs> oh you know? uh, yeah. So how did you get your start? Well, let's see. Mine goes all the way back. I was about fifteen, and if you've if you've listened to me on Hooch and Chua's podcast, Untaxed. You've heard this story, so but you're on our you're on our podcast now. I'm gonna tell it again. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you know, I was about 15, and um, yeah, we don't condone underage drinking on this podcast. This is just an old war story, um, kind of like you know, back in 1906, I lost four toes in a winter of 75. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so I was about 15, and old Phil Billy, cousin, me and Phil are cousins. How old is he? He's a much few years older than me. You know, I don't know his exact age. He's a few years older than me. And he still got hair, so he does still got hair. It's, I ain't had hair <laughs> since high school, so <laughs> it's not that big a deal to me. I, I'm a seasoned bald veteran, so there you go. La- ladies like it. It's all that matters, I guess. Wife likes to use the top of my head to fix her hair. <laughs> It's an old mirror joke. That's an old mirror joke. <laughs> uh, anyway, quit sidetracking me. We're never going to get there. Um, <laughs> all right, so I was 15, and, and Phil Billy was living down in North Carolina at the time with his dad, and he come back one time, and, you know, we were partiers back then, you know. If if it'll get you drunk, you'd drink it, you know. Like I said I before, 
you're 15 to 21 years old, man, you drink piss out of an elephant trunk if you thought it'd get you drunk. That's right. Every single time. <laughs> and not even think twice. Like, it could not get you drunk. But if they told you it would, yeah, you're going to try it. Oh, yeah. I so used to he, drink them. Go ahead. Yeah. So he uh, he comes back from North Carolina and he's got these, he's got a crate, these little old bottles. It was, you know, now I know they were like little eight ounce bottles. Oh, damn. And like little small bottles, but he had like crates of them. And he handed me one and I popped it open. I smelled <clears> it, dude. It was like, it was like sniffing a gas can, you know, that shit was fuel. And I tried it and whoo, that shit lit me up something fierce. Like when you're a kid and you hit some grown man stuff, you yeah. know, you know, it was hot, burnt all the way to my belly and it was instant buzz. It was <laughs> it was amazing. Like, it now, was amazing. Could, would you say it's if you look back? Could you say it's over a hundred proof? Looking back, I would say it's it was in the one hundred and fifty range. No shit. Oh yeah, like dude, it was you know it, it was pure like wow, and it was you know like I don't know what good liquor is. I'm fifteen. I'm drinking Mad Dog, you know, <laughs> by by the pint, you know. <laughs> Milwaukee's best, oh, yeah. you know. We're buying twelve packs of Milwaukee's best for three bucks. Like, if it'd get you drunk, we'd drink it. And I, I just knew it was some, it was some high fuel stuff. <clears throat> I've tried, gotten to old mom and dad's liquor cabinet over the years and tried, you know, some Seagrams and and some vodka, oh, yeah. and that shit was always good. Yep. But it was, it wasn't that shit in the little bottles, man. That stuff in that little bottles. It'll light you up, and it lit me up, and it, it was like it was the greatest thing ever, and and so yeah. you know, and that comes and goes, and he had quite a few uh, jars of it, and so you know, we sipped on it and drank on it for until it was gone, which didn't last long because <laughs> we're all sitting around like I drink this whole bottle, huh? I drink this whole bottle. Not Would knowing you say what, it was. Go ahead. And not knowing what gold it was, you know, right. And, and I'd say it was corn liquor, if that's, that's what you're going to ask. Yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. It was. It was corn liquor. You never forget okay. that smell. You never. You never forget that smell when, when you oh, smell yeah. some some corn liquor. It's just, and that's the thing about corn. It has it has its smell to it, and you know, oh, absolutely. Yep. And so I mean, you know, years go by, and I hone my my alcoholism by chugging forties throughout the years and drinking anything, and and. You know, time comes to where um, you know, the show Moonshiners come out. And just like a lot of people are going to say, you know, I got real interested in it when show Moonshiners came out. Well, when the show came out for me, it was like, hey, this is bringing back something from your childhood that you enjoyed. Yeah. <laughs> and they're showing you that, you know, you're watching Tim and Tickle make liquor out in the woods. And they're just like, you know, corn, sugar, yeast distill it liquor and you know and you look yep. at tickle and, and you know and, and you know he's a little skinny clumsy dude and and you're like man nothing against tickle but he reminds me of myself and <laughs> he can make liquor i can make liquor i hurt myself i run into shit i stub my toes and break fingers and you know like and it, it's amazing watching that somebody happen to somebody else it's not so funny when it happens to you but right. you know you, you see this dude make it and so you know you watch the show for a, a couple of years and and, you know, with the age of the internet, well, things start popping up on the internet. 
Mm-hmm. And then you start seeing um, certain guys come along, like George from Barley and Hops. Yep. You know, dude makes great videos. Love his videos. He makes great stuff. But God, man, oh man, George, get to the point. Well, it's funny you bring that up. I just want to throw it out there. <laughs> if nobody has seen George, make sure you get online and look. Uh, what's the video I'm looking? I'm thinking about uh, aluminum. Oh, using aluminum and big controversy there. But, big uh, controversy in aluminum, but yeah, I I, I like George. Yeah, um, I really like the content he puts out. But he always says to uh, research uh, what he or. or Research what he tells you or prove it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, when, when you hear something, you have to do your own research to yep. find out what, what works for you. Like, does that work for you? Because it might work for you, but it might not work well for somebody else. I'm mm-hmm. a big believer of take what I've shown you and do it your way. Yeah. Do, See, I've – go ahead. Yeah, do it your way, you know, because that's what's going to work for you. Absolutely. See, I've tried fermenting in five-gallon buckets. It just don't work. You know, I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but I cannot ferment in a five-gallon bucket. But you give me a 50-gallon or larger barrel all day long. No problem. My biggest problem with fermenting in small vessels are they're never done at the same time. Like, this one will be done now. You got one that will be done in a couple days, and the next one will take a week, and you're waiting on it, but... But anyways, <laughs> so, you know, um, we're watch, watching these guys make liquor and then, you know, the popcorn videos out there and him dancing around and making liquor. And it's just like you see it and you understand it, you know, mm-hmm. pot, thumper, condenser, cool it down, make liquor. And so, you know, and really our, our YouTube channel started um, Phil from Phil Billy. He made a biscuits and gravy video, and he was just dogging people about things, and it went viral. Like, was he dogging like, the comments, or was no? He, he was just like, you know, this is the best gravy sausage ever, and you have to say sausage gravy. And if you tear up your biscuits, you're a dumbass. And, and you know, and <laughs> you get people argue, people arguing in your comment section is what makes your yep. videos take off. No matter if you're on TikTok or YouTube or Instagram, you create an argument, you get views because the algorithms read off that. And so we started making how-to videos on like how to fix electronics and things like that. And then we decided like, man, let's get a little still. Let's make our own liquor. Phil's a raging alcoholic and I like to drink. And so let's learn how to make our own liquor and let's show people how to make liquor quickly and easily, you know? Yep. Like let's give you all your info in less than 20 minutes. And so it started with that video, um, turn sour mash and you can you watch that video you'll see us we don't know what the hell we're doing we know the recipe and we know put it in the pot and distill it but at the end we're like i mean yeah this low proof it's cloudy dump it through a brita filter and dump it in there that's good liquor and then we just take it and make apple pie with it you know mm-hmm. or uh, we kept our high proof and we knew to throw four shots off but you know it's just that's where you start and then yep. you know they uh, came up and we was like, let's make apple moonshine. We called it apple moonshine. We didn't even know it was called apple brandy back then. We didn't know it was brandy. And then I ended up learning it was brandy. And I'm like, that's brandy. And you know, it was so much better than the corn we made. Yeah. And, you know, it just took off from there. And then um, we started like making wine. Like, 
let's and that was our niche to to grow our channel was let's make wine out of everything you can think of so we took everything wine related and we made it anything you could think of from pizza sauce to barbecue sauce you know blueberry blackberry all your basics and then all your wild stuff too and uh, like we did a captain crunch wine and it was terrible and i know you remember the the old tiktok craze uh fruity pebbles moonshine well Mm -hmm. when that came up i knew i was like yeah i'm not even wasting my time cereal doesn't ferment there's too much preservatives in it unless you want to get like some all brand stuff and ferment that but then that's just a big waste of money you might as well go buy a big old pop brand and do it like that Mm -hmm. and so we did that for a while and um you know and really got into didn't really get into the keg stills much until after i got acquainted with you and you know and might as well tell a story about how uh, me and old rigsby met you know because a lot of people think that um you know i like follow you because you know you was on the show master distiller but in all reality um sean used to watch my videos before i even knew who sean rigsby was so Oh, we, yeah, for you. We, we can put that out there for the people who think it's, you know, yep. the other way around. Not saying that I'm this, I'm not nothing like that. I'm just, let's set the record straight here for people who think, because, you know, yeah, I'm sure there's Absolutely. a certain stigma about me and Sean. But yep. so how me and Sean met was we got a, Sean's got a buddy, old Mac, old son, a good boy, <laughs> man. Hey. Mac's oh, yeah, a good yeah, dude. Yeah. You'll hear us talk about him. We'll have Mac on one time, too. We'll, we'll oh, have Apache on here. And so, man, I'm sitting here, and and um, he watches he watches our videos, and um, he watches my Brew Shine video, where we take Milwaukee's Best, we put it in that Chinese Vever, and we turn it into Moonshine. And our commentary during this video is just, you know, it's it's Oscar-worthy. And if you haven't, well, you got to go watch it. It's an older video, and a lot of new people that follow us, they don't get in and watch that because it's so much older. And they don't really, you know, they don't dig that far back. They, It's hard to get past, um, you know, Phil Billy's Indian Corn or Big Easy's Peach Brandy. It's hard to get that deep into our channel because we're up close to 200 videos now. Oh, yeah. That's quite a bit. And and so I get a message on Facebook because um, we do a review on some Jungle Jim stuff. And and old Mac, he watches that video, and he's like, man, Jungle Jim's ain't far from me. Um, Jungle Jim's is down in Fairfield, Ohio, in case anybody's wondering. It's an international food place. You can get food from all over the world there. And Good as shit. you can tell, I like food, so I'm going to go there and, and get crazy stuff. And they sell beer and wine shit, too. Yeah, from all over the place. Um, I yep. went there once. It had a meadery right inside, and it was like carbonated mead. It was it was terrible. I was like, you ruined this by putting carbonation in it. Just serve me the mead. It's so delicious. Right. It was just mead. And, but, <clears throat> and so, you know, he messages me, and he's like, hey, man, um, are, are y'all from Ohio? And, you know, like, I saw y'all talking about Jungle Gems, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm from, I'm from Southwest Ohio. And he's like, bro, I'm from Southwest Ohio. And he's like, and come to find out, you know, he lives 15 minutes north of me. <laughs> and so we start talking and he's like, hey, man, um, you know, me and my buddy Sean, when we watch your videos, uh, <clears throat> first video I shared to him was your Bruce Shine video. And, and, you know, we laugh and laugh and 
And that shit was gold. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And he's, well, you know, my buddy Sean, um, I don't want to put his business out there, but he's going to be on Master Stiller, you know, and I was big into that because it's part of the Moonshiners. And I'm like, well, shit, man, that's cool. Cool as hell. You know, tell him, shoot me a message. He wants to, you know, make some YouTube videos or, or, you know, bounce some ideas off each other. And, you know, me and Patchy start hanging out and, and we become really good friends. And, I was getting parched. It was time for a drink. <laughs> and, you know, me and Mac, we become good friends. And then, uh, you know, it just, it, it evolves. And I meet Sean and, and we all start hanging out and, and, you know, what a godsend of somebody I, of information that I can learn, you know, um, just the things I can, I've asked Sean or the things I've learned from, from, from Sean are amazing. And, Good both big, ways too. It, the biggest part for me was, you know, there's not that many people around here that do what you like to do, yeah. and and it's hard to, especially people you can trust. You know, you're not just gonna yeah. hop on a chat board and be like, "Hey, who wants to come to my house and drink my homemade liquor?" <laughs> yep. And you know, exactly. you're a little reserved, and and so you know, it was cool to meet some people, and then you know, it was like just bouncing ideas off and, and, you know, this was about a year and a half ago and, you know, and, and, and the cool part about it is um, like we became friends from it, you know, and, and, and now we bounce liquor and, and ideas off each other. We talk shit to each other, like, like family, you know, and, oh, yeah. and like no matter, no matter what, you know, it's this, if, if it wasn't for um, patchy stalking me, down then <laughs> then me and sean wouldn't be friends yeah. and me and patchy wouldn't be friends so you know sometimes it's cool to have a stalker even though it's a big 500 pound stalker yeah. you know, it's still and you know good, what so so when i when i used to watch your guys' videos um i for whatever reason phil billy i instantly thought it was philadelphia okay it makes sense i didn't think phil you know, I just yeah. didn't put two and two together. And, you know, and that's how we came up with the name. Um, you know, it was um, Hillbilly, Moonshine, Phil Billy, because his name's Phil. So mm-hmm. it made sense, you know. It was, it was too catchy. It was too ringy. So, oh yeah, you know, it was. It worked out pretty well. So how long have you guys been doing that now? I'd say we started our YouTube channel about five years ago, but we didn't. And, and like we, we spent about a year making content. Okay. Before we really, you know, divulged into it. So, you know, we spent quite a while making content. And then our first year was we were uploading our saved content along with new content. So we just pumped it out real hard our first mm-hmm. year. So, you know, I would say as of now, we've probably been in alcohol um, for about eight years. Yeah. And you know, it all starts with, you know, uh, Phil loves to make beer. And I okay. was always intrigued to the process, even though I hate making beer because I hate making beer. It's too much work for too little yield. You got to keep everything yeah. clean and sanitized. And so one little thing, it. yeah, it sours and then it's trash. And so for me, it's like, look, man, I'll make liquor. It ain't sanitized. It's infected. Cool. It's going to taste better this time. It's going to taste different. I ain't sanitized nothing. Like, oh, yeah, I rinsed it out with cold water. That's how I sanitized it when I was done. 
and I filled it back up and it was ready to go. So for me, yeah, for me, I'm lazy. So, um, shine's the way to go. It's a lot of work though. (laughs) It's a lot of work. It is. But, uh, once you get the work out of the way, all you gotta do is sit down and reap the benefits. So, so you're, you're running 26. Um, you ever run any fifties? I have. Um, barrels or copper pots or uh, both both actually i uh the first 50 i ever ran was a uh yeah it was one donnie uh, donnie benton built he was on the main show moonshiners i think yep. season eight him and uh Teresa from uh, i'm Beatty looking Hill, forward Kentucky. to um i'm looking forward to meeting him this time down in Beatty, but i didn't get a chance to meet him last year because of the the flood and the rainstorm that yeah. came so yep but uh, he built it, and uh, I'll tell you what, man, as far as pot, thumper, and worm goes, it was the easiest still to run. And uh, it heated up quick, and I don't have anything bad to say about it. You know, it was okay. that to this day has been my only all copper pot I ever had. And I went and traded it to a guy that lives in Slade, Kentucky, just up the road from Beattyville. And he'll actually be there. Um, regret, regret, regret. Yeah. How much 150%. regret? <laughs> How much regret? Yep. I, I could see it in your face when you spoke on it. It was like it was like somebody took away your puppy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a real nice still, man. A lot of people, they run by uh, thermometers, and a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. Um, when I went down there, and Donnie was like, you ever used a thermometer before? I said, well, my very first still. He's like, okay, well, there's two of them in it, one in the pot and then one in the, the cap. And he said, do you – well, he's like, you don't put any grain in your pot, right? I said, no. He's like, all right, well, put the heat to it, turn it up. He said, watch the thermometer on the pot, not the head. He said, the one on the pot, as soon as that pot temp hits 190, turn your heat way down. And you turn the heat way down, and it crept up slowly from 190. He said, as soon as it hits 197 in the pot, you'll have liquor come out. Dead on. So you learn you learn early to use your thermometer as a reference yeah. and r- run by what's coming out of the end of your worm. I think too many people get caught up on temps, temperature, temperature, yep. temperature. It's like, look, man, that thermometer is in your head space that's not the temperature of your liquid and right and even even with a thermometer in your liquid you're getting a temperature of an area that big (laughs) you know like your thermometer's in that far you're getting the temperature there not so much and 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 so for me um and that's something i learned from you was to run your thermometer as a reference and run your flame or your your heat level based on what's coming out of the end of your worm. Now, do you run – how do you run as far as uh, stream drip-wise and all that? You know? Oh, I'm not dripping. I'm not dripping. Um, give me a stream, <laughs> man, and we'll talk about that in another show. Next show ne- Next show topic is um, how do you run your still and why do you run it the way it is and what do you prefer and it, how you prefer to run. Do you strip? Do you thump? Do you plate? That's what we're going to talk about in the next show. Um, I think we've kept everybody here long enough. Um, oh, yeah. I hope everybody's enjoyed our little spiel. Um, 
you know, we, uh, we hope to give you all a little more. Um, if we can have some guests on, yep, the vaults in a little more on, on why we do things the way we do and pick some brains of some people who are much better at this than us. Oh, and, absolutely. You know, Sean's, Sean's got a list of, um, guests. So, yeah, it's, uh, we're going to be geared towards not, we don't ever advocate for illegal, you know, distillation or nothing like that. But what we're here for is we want to learn what happens behind the scenes. You know, we don't, we want to see what people that don't work in distilleries, what they do, how they do things. You know, we want to hear the story, the untold stories of, of the moonshiners, not distillers. Yeah, we want we want the mistakes. We want like on our video, we're we're putting tails in our end product in our very first moonshine video because we don't know shit. But mm-hmm. we left that in there. We could have went back and edited it out, but that ain't what it's about. We want it raw, we want it uncut, and we want you to learn from our mistakes. And then if I make a mistake, I want you to tell me what I did wrong so I can learn from it. Just don't be an asshole when you tell me, <laughs> you know, I'm all about constructive criticism, but you know, there's, there's a way, there's a way. So that's right. All right. One final drink. Yes, sir. You have a good night, Sean. Yes, sir, you do everybody same, listening. Hope you all have a good night and we'll see you next week. Sounds this good. Is still talking uncut. Shine on.